it's called a shark. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Weird Think About That, where me and my fellow players are given a subject matter and have to find the weirdest, coolest, funniest or most interesting story on that subject. Our stories will be scored by a head judge and the winner will be revealed at the end of the episode. I'm Chris and joining me today, Slayer of Vaginal Demons, it's Chucky. Yo! And having just been allowed back into his home country, our special guest, Ellis. Hello. And, of course, our head judge, Joe, who's going to be judging our stories. Hello, Joe. Hello, everybody. Joe, if we can please have today's subject and how it will be scored, please. Uh, This week's topic is fame and the trappings of. And you'll be judged on fun and medically... Excellent. (laughs) And who's going first? Chucky. Alright. Fame is an attribute some people crave and others want to get away from. Notoriety can be a concern for some people, but then, as the old saying goes, any press is good press. But what do you do if you want fame? If you're a Kardashian, it's a birthright. But if you're not, then you're going to have to try and find a way to leave your mark to contribute to the zeitgeist. Social media and YouTube are a good bet, but they take time, you need to know how to edit videos and publish them, and remind people to like, comment and subscribe, because it's totally free to do so, and it helps us out a lot, and before we get into it, let me tell you about today's sponsor, Raid Shadow VPN Website Creator. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. It's all getting cut. (laughs) P.S. Remember to rate Weird Thing About That, wherever you get your podcast from. Anywho, in 2009, Richard and Mayumi Heaney would use nothing but traditional media and their son Falcon to whip their entire world into a frenzy. <laughs> when reports of a helium-filled gas balloon resembling the shape of a flying saucer would be spotted above Fort Collins, Colorado. The Heenies told authorities that their son Falcon, who was six at the time, was trapped in the balloon. During the balloon's 90-minute flight, Falcon would be given the on-the-nose nickname, Balloon Boy, which sounds like a sidekick name for a superhero with a rather crappy superpower. Of course, no one was surprised to find out that Balloon Boy himself was not in the balloon when it finally touched ground, but in fact he'd been hiding in the attic of his home. You know, typical six-year-old hijinks. Any kind of water this story was holding quickly evaporated during an interview in which Falcon, when asked why he was hiding in the attic, turned to his father and said, You guys said that, um, we did this for the show. The fame quickly turned to shame, with the whole stunt being declared a hoax, and the Heaney family being ordered to pay $36,000 in restitution. A month after the event, the family had pleaded guilty, and Mayumi Heaney was sentenced to 20 days of weekend jail. Which, although sounds really good, it's actually much worse than normal jail, I'm, I'm told. No dancing on ice for you! <laughs> uh, the Heaney's maintained their innocence, you know, despite pleading guilty, all the way until December 23rd, 2020, when they would be pardoned by the governor of Colorado. So to answer the question of how to obtain fame, you should probably avoid taking a page out of the Heaney's book unless you don't mind exploiting your children, named Falcon. <laughs> Gentlemen, your rebuttals. Weekend jail. <laughs> I, I know! When I, when I was like, what the fuck is weekend jail? <laughs> like... What? It's a spa, isn't it? Yo, I'd love to stay home and look after the kids, but I've, I've got to go to weekend jail. You know what it's like. <laughs> See you Monday. You know, yeah. yeah, well, apparently. What, what did you do over the weekend? Oh, jail. jail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently. 18 more weeks to go. Well, the, 
the, the logic behind it is it's meant to be more punishing because you have to say goodbye to your family. Um, For two days. Uh, yeah, every Friday, and then you get to come home every Monday. I, I don't know. That sounds yeah. pretty fucking dope to me. As, well, imagine, As long as yeah. they don't put you in like general population with all like the stabbers and murderers and stuff. Who <laughs> was seeing you leave every Sunday evening. Although, to be fair... This I, guy's a narc! I've got a pretty good prison wallet. Like, I could be... I could be king of there in a while. prison wallet. I found out today that sharks' eggs, uh, when they wash up on the beach... <laughs> Uh, are referred to as mermaids' purses. So that's a nice oh. thing, isn't it? Which also sounds like a thing that um, Chucky should have used in the last episode. <laughs> I'll save it for another one. It'll get, it'll get airtime. Yeah, Falcon. I'd love it Stupid if, name uh, for a child. So everyone on the grounds... Uh, there's an unidentified flying object over US airspace. I'd love it everyone on the ground thinking there's a little kid in this balloon. And then an F- <laughs> F-16 just comes and... <laughs> no, no, no. It out. Better than that. Monsieur Grand Prix and his blunderbuss. For the love punch. of my mistress! <laughs> well, Falcon Punch! <laughs> the reason they were they had to pay £36,000 is because there was like helicopters and shit flying about. I was going to say, who was the restitutions to? Just the yeah. state of Colorado for fucking about. <laughs> for making us look like morons. We filmed Mark and Mindy here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, apparently there was an unidentified object that fell from the balloon as well. Which is kind of like, uh, was it Mr. and Mrs. Heine's last fucking bout of credibility? <laughs> it was their other son, <laughs> Sparrow. <That's it. laughs> Falcon. Yeah. Fuck me, mate. But the thing is, though, you're going into it, and you think, oh, you know, how how can we like generate some media buzz? How about a balloon? Yeah, but there's balloons everywhere. How about we put our kid in the balloon? Well, that'll be dangerous. No, it'd be fine. We'll just hide him in the attic. Like, uh, how how do you get to that point? It has very big um, Shannon Matthews vibes about <laughs> this, doesn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, I, I don't know how they thought they were going to be able to go after this event and go, yeah, he was hiding in the attic, you know. How if you're going to pull know? a massive hoax like that, don't put your linchpin, your fucking keystone of the entire operation, on a, a six-year-old boy called Falcon. <laughs> Who gets the fuck kicked out of him every day because he's named after a shit gladiator? I agree. I, I, I no, thought you can't trust was... six-year-olds with anything. No, that's it. Oh, we did it for the show. Brilliant. <laughs> Cheers, Falcon. Yeah. Back to the attic. <laughs> you will be hung by the neck until dead, and don't try and hover. Don't, don't try and flap. <laughs> he's not actually a bird. He is a boy. I remember watching that on television at the time and going, this is a fucking scam. Yeah. yeah. Why is the end game of it? That's the thing I don't understand. Fame. Chris, go. <laughs> Socrates once said, fame is the perfume of heroic deeds. And in his, in his day and age, that may have been the case, but it's easy to see how that vision has been skewed nowadays with the likes of the Kardashians dominating our screens. Lots of people chase fame today, regardless of if they are deserving of it. But some people have fame thrust upon them, whether they want it or not. I'd imagine the girl in my story probably didn't want anything drawing attention to the her incident, but the story still made worldwide headlines featuring such places as the BBC News, the New York Post, the New Zealand Herald, and of course, all over the internet. Although thankfully for her, she has remained nameless in the media. Liam Smith from Bristol launched a GoFundMe campaign for a new window after a Tinder date to Nando's 
a well-known chicken restaurant for our non-UK listeners, ended very badly. The crowdfunding page has raised thousands of pounds after many people find the story absolutely hilarious. <laughs> we had a lovely evening and enjoyed each other's company very much, wrote Liam. After our meal, we went back to my house for a bottle of wine and a film. The evening was going well, it would seem, until his date went to use the toilet. When she came back, she had a flustered look on her face and told Liam she had something to tell him. She said, I went for, your, I went for a poo in your toilet, but it would not flush... I don't know why I did this, but I panicked. I reached into the toilet bowl, wrapped it in tissue paper, and threw it out the window. However, the poo didn't sail out of the window gracefully and land in the garden to help fertilise the roses as she intended. Instead, the poo fell down a gap of about a foot and a half wide between two non-opening double-glazed windows. <laughs> After assessing the situation together for a few minutes, the girl, being an amateur gymnast and probably quite limber, decided to climb headfirst into the gap to retrieve the offending object. That was when she got wedged upside down in the gap and got completely stuck with a toilet paper with a toilet paper wrapped turd parcel just a foot from her face. That was when the fire brigade had to get involved <laughs> and had to cut her out of the window. Hence Liam starting a crowdfunder for a new one. Despite how the night ended, the pair have since been on a second date, but no news yet on their future. Now, a Reddit user named Tulip O'Hare claims to be the woman in question, calling herself the shamed Shirehampton shitslinger. Responding to comments about the incident, the person said that it's not something I'm proud of, but if people are laughing and it's making people happy, then I'm not going to complain. If fame is the perfume of heroic deeds, I think the stench of this deed in this case is not so sweet. Gentlemen, your rebuttals. Oh, like, <laughs> the, the thing is, like, the end game of that situation, yeah. Yeah, I either go downstairs and say, oh yeah, I took a massive dump, it won't flush. Didn't say it was massive! Well, she said it wouldn't float, so they may she may have had stuff crossed. But she may have. But let, let's think about it a little more logically. If it was small, it probably would flush. Because if it if it was just floating, why wouldn't you just put your hand in there and just pat it round the U bend? <laughs> <laughs> I think she was probably <laughs> she was probably thinking about that as she was hanging upside down, face to face with a turd. Just glaring at you going, I shouldn't have had the corn. But again, the end game is, you pick up your turd, you lob it out of a window. No! No, 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 no. This, this, this is what she thought, right? But the the, the, like the, the scenario is, something's going to fly out of a window. It's going to land somewhere. It's going to be found. And it's not going to take yeah, fucking Colombo to figure out. get it out, out. Of a, on the way out. Like, Let's just carry it. Like, fucking recollection of the turd. Around the corner, like, and then like she walks around the corner and sits at the door shut and like, sort of sneaks Uses back her gymnast skills to jump <laughs> yeah. over the, the fence. <laughs> oh. I'm in her own secret agent music as she moves like stealthily across the garden to get the uh, mummified poop. Mummified poop. <laughs> I think she put a little flag in it so when she threw it out the window she'd be able One to... One of the Nando's flags. Identif- <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Uh, are you enjoying your meal? Okay, I'll tell you that. Now. I'll tell you that. I might need that later because I'm busting for a dump. Uh, yeah, and then she could find it on the way out, and then just like remove it from the theatre yeah. of combat, so to speak. Oh, imagine. But I'm, I think it was oh. in flats, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, it's like uh, the, the converted mill things where they have like an external like student accommodation where yeah. you can't like open the window and jump out like a like a dick. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but yeah, but uh, there's, there's, what's wrong with just pooing in someone's toilet? 
Well, I'm sure that she did. I don't think she like pooped yeah, to her hand to lob it in out. The gap. No, 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 no. But what's the shame of just pooping in, in, <laughs> pooping in out a window? So I, this is what I'm saying, right? So you pooped in the toilet, you flush, it doesn't go down. You try the Viking burial, it like doesn't broken. go down. The toilet's like broken. Yeah. So then, like, at that point, you can now go, this is really awkward for a first fucking date, but I've got a poop in your toilet and I can't get rid of it. Yeah, this will yeah. be the story we tell our children. <laughs> Instead, the story now is, I, I couldn't quite flush it, so I did the only logical thing, picked it up, threw it out of a window without checking that the window How went out. How do you check the, that? Because it was a distance away, though, so like... A foot and a half, that's all. Oh, was it a foot and a half? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, the, the gap between the two, and it was like a sort of double... Yeah, it's it's thing. like, it's like two an, windows like a foot and a half away. I've I've seen the picture of it and it it's 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 enough to get a person between the building and this sort of Yeah, yeah. 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 So unless there was a broom in there for prodding like range checks. <laughs> well, I mean like I I'm not defending her. No, no, yeah, it's just like <laughs> I'm I'm all for the patting round, to be honest. <laughs> I, I Yeah, I I hope I'm never in that situation, but if I am I'll probably give it a little pat. Oh, there must be a, like if it's a student flat, there'll be a bog brush. Just break it up with that. Yeah, just yeah. Oh, get one, so many better roles. Get one of the other people's toothbrushes and have a jab at it. Like, <laughs> now there are other options. And also, if it's fallen down in the gap, just walk leave away. It. Leave it. Walk away. Like, well, then it's on display for everyone who uses the bathroom. No one like, knows it's no, you. The, the, the only thing you can do is come out and go. You know you got a, like a mummified yeah, turd wet, in the toilet. A wet, I only went for a piss. There's a yeah. wet turd out there. <laughs> Looks fairly fresh. Is anybody yeah. knocking up? Because it wasn't, it wasn't me. Of course it wasn't me. Well, he's, well, he's the only do you know upstairs been. very well? There's, oh, I would have been able to blag the fuck out of it, right? <laughs> Years of experience. <laughs> I mean, we've talked too, far too long about shit now but I, uh, there was a story when I was at school of a young man who stayed over at his girlfriend's house without their parents knowledge and in the middle of the night needed to go to the bathroom couldn't because obviously it would wake the parents up so shat in a carrier bag oh they've got holes <laughs> you just ruined the end of my story there but yes uh, he went one two no, three no he didn't Launched it out. Next morning, woke up, got booted out of the house because, yeah, he had allegedly. I mean, it's it's it, it's like Marilyn Manson's spare rib thing. It it changed from year to year who did it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I believe it is like uh, I remember when I first started dating my wife. There was a thing. There was a website oh, that she. What? No, 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 no. There was a website she pointed me to that was called like uh, dating tips for girls or something. And it was like, if you must poo at your boyfriend's house, put some shampoo in the toilet so it masks the smell. And I'm like, also foams the fuck up. And like, <laughs> I'm like, it's poop. Everybody poops. Everyone has to poop. You're like, it, 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 it is a thing. It's like, a thing. How much did he raise? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a very enough good. to go to Nando's again. Anyway, this, so. this was just a public like uh, stunt, at least sixteen quid. Uh, I want to say it was like ten grand. I'll have to look that up. But um, enough for a new window. Fucking a new effort. I hope they're married. I genuinely hope they're married and they've got kids. And that's the story. How did you meet? How did you meet Mummy, Dad? Well, <laughs> let's load up the Wikipedia article. She was she was trying to toss a loaf out of the window. <laughs> After pinching a leg, I'm not pinching a loaf. Snap a move, chair, like move, let's move on. Let's yeah. move. Fucking Jesus Christ, Ellis. Our, our friends across the Atlantic are not shy of the famous elected officials, such as the mayor of Knox County, former wrestler Hellraiser Kane. 
But for every narcissistic ex-apprentice host in office, you thankfully have beloved mayors such as the subject of this story, Clay Henry IV, mayor of Legitas, Texas, and his ancestors. Clay Henry IV is a fourth-generation beer-drinking goat. How did this <laughs> town of less than 100 people come to have such a heroic leader? Well, in 1986, it is claimed a man from Houston decided he would run for mayor of Legitas. Probably saying that wrong. Bill Ivey, a local businessman, objected to this and declared if this old goat outsider could become a mayor, then so could his beer-drinking goat, Clay Henry I. Sadly, Clay lost, but fear not, for the year later, with the campaign slogan, you just have to give a damn, he was victorious and became official mayor of the whole region. Clay Henry was a ladies' man though, and in 1992, age 23, he was headbutted to death by his son, Junior, over a free- <laughs> Stop! You've won! <laughs> Gets better. Over a female goat after they both got drunk on beer. <laughs> in his honour, in his honour, he was stuffed and he's on display at the Starlight Theatre. <laughs> I go down up to Linger. If he's not got a goat shaped imprint on his side, I'm fucking <laughs> With a beer bottle wedged into his own. <laughs> <laughs> you stay classy, Laguita, so wherever you go. Oh, God. Clay Henry II took over the reins until 1998, after which the town had no goat leader until they demanded one. And in came. <laughs> they had two, two years without one. Um, in came Clay, the, Clay Henry III. Legitas had become a small tourist attraction. However, a villain named Jim Bob Hargrove took umbrage that good beer was going to a goat. And after getting pissed, he decided he was going to castrate Clay Henry III in a knife attack. Clay Henry III was found in a pool of blood the next morning. And in Hargrove's condo fridge, they found one of the goat's testicles. What? Clay Henry III survived though, but he drank more Gatorade than beer according to the locals after that, until he was succeeded. By Clay Henry the Fourth. Yes, hell yeah! He brought back the beer guzzling, and despite his lack of opposable thumbs, he managed to get his fix by either either having a bottle strapped to his office wall like a water bottle in a rabbit hutch, (laughs) or, and he could apparently drink 40 beers a day. He had an office! (laughs) He's mayor, alright. Mayor! Or his favourite way of getting a drink would be to paw the ground aggressively until a constituent inserted a long neck directly into his mouth, <laughs> which he would then hold aloft and polish off in 10 seconds or less. Once finished, he'd spit out the bottle, lick his lips and continue his aggressive pouring ready for the next round. So, let's raise a beer to Clay Henry IV, his alcoholic ancestors, and also they had wives called Annabelle. And remember, next time you get the chance, vote the goat, which is now the official yes. slogan. And whenever there's an election. Gentlemen, Cheers. you're a bottle. Um, wow. Let's raise a glass. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, again, I think that's another one for the Wall of Heroes, lads. Um, I'm not. I was thinking that. Yeah. Oh Christ! Imagine you were like this idealistic Texan with like big ideas of like changing your community, and you just couldn't get elected because of the big. Because well, it's the goat, a it's a goat that likes to get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. The goat gives it that. I was. The guy walked in and found the goat in a pool of blood. Like, it's some Roman political... I was like, it's fucking Shakespearean! <laughs> political assassination it, noise. It's, it's, it's fucking Macbeth. <laughs> oh. It's less than 100 people in the town. 
Yeah, but one guy out of 100 people was like, this goat's too <laughs> fucking powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show him by cutting his nudges off. Imagine one, leaving there, one in the fridge. He's going to have it. Rocky oyster... Um, Rocky mountain oysters, is it? Is it like bull's testicles? So, yeah. I don't know, like Himalayan? I don't know. I don't know what goat's testicles are. Imagine the townsfolk all woke up one day, like on the next election day, only to find out that it was now a dictatorship. <laughs> 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 couldn't remove him from office. One guy, he's just moved from Kawasaki, Japan to fucking thingy. And he's like, oh, that penis festival, there's a fucking goat in charge? What is happening? <laughs> I'm all for it. I like animals in business because it proves that yeah. politicians have no actual fucking role apart from siphoning money away from working people. And it's not the only case of it. There's like cats who are mayors and dogs. Who yeah, are mayors. yeah. So it's, I, it's normally in small towns and counties yeah, and yeah. stuff. And he's it, got it, no uh, political interest either. That he was asked about it. his owner was asked, and he was like, "No, people just want to be happy." And this why asking his owner? Stuff. Don't no, don't ask him to speak for me. <laughs> he's the fucking mayor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I spring the beer. That's, that's all I do. <laughs> I don't like the fact they're getting animals addicted to alcohol. That's not cool. But also, he's fourth generation. Like. He's, he's probably dependent now, isn't it? It's like alcohol fetal, um, fetal alcohol, alcohol syndrome, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know if uh, Clay the Fourth is is blood related because the the people demanded a new goat. Oh, so, oh, boo on him then. So they had to. Bring no, him. was this goat. fucking usurper? Yeah. You <laughs> usurper. Oh no, I don't like that. No, boo! No, he's out. He's boo. out of the hall of heroes. Go. We're going with the the one that had one nudge cut off yeah. and survived. I hope he survived. Did he survive? Yeah. I'm going to imagine he survived. He, he survived and drank Gatorade. Ed <laughs> too brute. <laughs> According to the locals, he drank less beer and more Gatorade. Oh. I bet they were disappointed in that, weren't they? I like yeah. the headbutting to death one. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, there's, there's something for everybody a, in this story. It's a political allegory for the ages, that one, isn't it's it? It's such yeah. a cutthroat world, isn't it? A goat mayor of goat fucking mayor. bumfuck Texas. <laughs> this started because Bernie was like, oh, well, um, wasn't there a dog that's like a mare? And then I found this beer-drinking goat. I was like, off we go. <laughs> I wish more politicians settled things by headbutting each other. <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, ideally, yeah. <laughs> Prime Minister's questions you can get, very different. <laughs> you, can get, you can get granddaddied into a role by killing your father. <laughs> yeah. With headbutts. Headbutts only. Headbutts only. Yeah. Mm. That, them's the rules. Also, you get to stomp the ground until somebody puts a. Beer oh yeah! After your mouth. you've murdered him, you get to pound like a fucked on a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in the town's okay with that. That's just that, that's just Texas justice. You already know what's won. Fucking The legacy, the 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 family tree of the beer drinking goat of Texas, man. Third, third inductee onto our Hall of Fame. I, not the last one because he, he's not blood related. We don't think. I'm gonna I'm gonna do research on we'll, this now. We'll find the best one and we'll induct. But him. I think I think the previous three. Yeah. A third and fourth weren't blood related, so it's first two because they he, he murdered his dad. Right, so the third one isn't related to the second one. No, because the second one died and they had no goat left, and then they were like, "We need one and goats. two, one and two." Then we'll, I'm going to say, we'll I'm going to say, we'll I'm going to say one. Let's go. I, I, I kind of want to put the OG one, the Johnny one, Johnny one bollock in there as well. The OG. He was a pioneer. He went yeah. A lot. yeah, he suffered most out of all of them. Well, he didn't get headbutted to death by his son, so <laughs> he's stuffed <laughs> on a wall with a bottle of beer in his mouth now. <laughs> How he lived. <laughs> he died how he lived, being headbutted by his son. <laughs> Would it? 
<laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at WeirdThingPod. Come and say hello. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next episode. Weird thing about that. Why would I be ordering for season one of Thomas the Tank Engine?